what I hear, there is no longer a lizard wizard, though, because he has moved on to the greater planes of business management. You are now tuning in to the one and only Talks News, who will only give it to you straight and um, never great, because that word has been soiled. So, it's the night after... And um, everybody I can see from YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Reddit, um, everybody's huffing a good amount of copium. Everybody's just hanging on tightly to that sweet, sweet anxiety. The bittersweet taste of uncertainty oh this is cool immediately coming upon twitter this is what i find i might have to adjust the volume hold on i don't trust it family stealing the election the media is covering up the biden crime family stealing this election the media is covering it up the biden crime family stealing this election the media is covering up we want our freedom for the world Give us our freedom, Joe Biden! Joe Biden's covering up this election! He's stealing it! Family stealing the election! The media's covering up! The right. Biden crime family stealing this election! The media, the media's covering <laughs> I'm being real smooth with the controls there. Oh boy. We have a conspiracy theorist wearing a t-shirt that says Barbecue Beer Freedom interrupting a conference in Clark County, Nevada, one of the slow reporters in this uh, toxic wasteland of a country. Uh, the music has ended, so that means that the streaming has begun it. Um, so I'm looking it over, and we still don't know if America has a new president. What we do know is that 40, nearly 40% are okay with everything that's been going on. Um, that's probably the scariest amount to me. 68 million Americans are like, you know what? Everything's fine. Two, a quarter of a million dead Americans from coronavirus? Cool. Let's, you know, let's get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Um, you know, just uh, 545 children, uh, quite possibly permanently separated from their family. Uh, yes, please. Please, as long as you... Can keep my taxes low, Mr. President Trump. It's very shocking. 68 million Americans are really down with the Donald and willing to bring the rest of us down with it. Um, but, you know, the copium seems to be working. The anxiety that most either blue or uh, further blue have been feeling, where uh, Joe Biden is six points away from stealing the electoral college and i use that word um whimsically because uh it's a new conspiracy theory that the democrats have stolen this election um and it's just because we've been building this narrative since the trump campaign was born from the depths of hades um so this is yeah <laughs> hard for me because i i've been huffing plenty of plenty of copium and weed in hopes that you know everything just stays relatively 
cool. Everybody keeps calm heads. Um, nobody has to die for two 74 to 78 year old men who just don't really give two fucks about us that much. You know, it's not so much us as it is just power. So let's not try to kill each other over it. Um, but yeah, 264 Biden, 71 million votes. Pretty positive outcome right now with Trump chilling at 214 uh, points and 68 million, even though that number scares the fuck out of me. Out of the people that voted, 47% of Americans said, yes, president, please give me more poverty and death and bigotry. It's just, it's, uh, it, it, hit, it hit me. It hit me different today. It really did. Um, Senate seems to be split, so that's going to be uh, fun trying to watch them get some shit done. Maybe we'll actually get some uh, really transformative bills down to the working class and lower income who have been just ravaged, pillaged, and raped by uh, coronavirus and Trump's uh, laissez-faire public safety policies. Um, the house looking like it's leaning a little bit more Demi too, which is nice. Um, that's just, I don't know. I, I'm not too excited about Democrats, you know, holding more power for another 165 years, but it is a positive when I literally have watched the GOP just become, uh, oof. um, and the thing is, is like, as I'm saying it now, they're still transforming. Like this isn't even... The GOP's final form because Trump is really going at it with the uh, let's do a coup and everybody's like I guess we're doing a coup so um, surprising though is that while I fell asleep and went to work and then woke up uh, Joe Biden took Wisconsin out from under the rug along with Michigan hell yeah I I wanted to cry I wanted to but I didn't. Wow, Pennsylvania. Those votes are starting to come in in Pennsylvania. It was a little bit more red earlier, and now, uh, oh boy, Trump's only leading by three points. Oh boy. All right. So I guess uh, Nevada's still up in the air. Yeah, Joe Biden only leading by one point. Um, but yeah, Joe Biden got that 264. He needs uh six to take it home. And Trump just needs to accept the results and uh, not tear up our democracy so that he can continue being, like, the focus of everybody's motherfucking attention. Oh, wow. All right. Copium. 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 Um, let's see here. As uh, our democracy hates itself from within, we have birthed more protests. Um, this might be on the level of George Floyd, which, uh, you know... It's it's interesting. I don't want to label good or bad or even as USA Today is doing chaotic. I I, I understand. I understand. Um, the, the one thing that I don't understand is the so-called patriots willing to uh, ensure a uh, regime continues on in its trampling of everything we know this country stands for uh, in order to protect traditional christian values uh very strange clinging on to when there's like so much more uh to life than your one single culture and i'm talking to you western civilization you are a piece of shit anyways moving on from that freshness there's protests and they're everywhere uh north carolina 
doing it. Um, and it's Philadelphia doing it. New York City doing it. Detroit, Michigan doing it. Um, let's see. Let's see here. Let's let's keep scrolling. Let protests move through Chicago. That's Illinois. Uh, I'm sure Portland, Oregon's popping. Yep, there it is, popping. Portland been popping. And now, and now they can have uh, therapeutic mushrooms. So, uh, congratulations, Portland, for being uh, truly woke, like third eye level woke. So that's cool. And I think they decriminalized like all minor possessions of drugs. And so, like again, like Portland's just kind of spearheading that real American experiment to see if we can actually catch up with the rest of Europe. <laughs> Uh, the other American experiment seems to be like, can we do a fascism without knowing everybody's been stripped from their freedoms? Can we? There's there's two different Americas. It's very interesting. So, yeah, Detroit, Michigan saying count every vote. Um, of course, last night, President Trump had this to say. Oh. Up 12 votes and we have 60% left. We won states and all of a sudden, I said, what happened to the election? It's off. And we have all these announcers saying, what happened? And then they said, oh. My favorite part is that like, he's like, what? I'm losing. This is off. Something's wrong. And we've known this, like everybody's known. Everybody's known, even as he's speaking now. It's, uh, the numbers are 221 to 213. Way too fucking early to call it. Way too fucking early to call it. And yet he came out to say, hey, this is my thoughts. This is off. I'm losing, guys. Uh, you know, rigged? Uh, fraud? Uh, or is the deep state attacking me? And it's like, no, dude, you're, uh, you're losing because people can actually see through your bullshit. Unfortunately, not 68 million people, but enough people, <laughs> which gives me, which gives me hope. But yeah, because you know what happened? They knew they couldn't win, so they said, "Let's go to court." And did I predict this, Newt? Did I say this? I not only did he predict it, he's manifesting it. Because it's so fascinating that he said that, like. Uh, they are doing this because they knew that they were going to lose. They're doing what? Waiting for the mail-in ballots to actually be counted? What are they doing? They're actually playing the game on how it was written? What are they doing? Oh, they're going to take it to court, he says. Give it a minute. I've been saying this from the day I heard they were going to send out tens of millions of ballots. I said exactly. All right, so now he's using some kind of double think. By them doing universal mail balloting because <clears throat> pandemic, he is saying that they have forced his hand to take this to court. That That's the double think that's going on here. It's not that they're going to take it to court because they don't agree with the, uh, the outcome. No, that's the other side. The other side saying, I'm taking them to court because I told them not to mail out those ballots. I told them people should be going to the polls. I told you that I want to see those coronavirus death numbers reach into like at least 400 by the end of the year. All right, let's let him finish. Exactly, because either they were going to win or if they didn't win, 
They'll take us to court. So Florida yeah, was... There he is again, saying that the Democrats are going to take them to court. It's, it's very specific language, and yet, and yet it's not him also outright saying it. How can you live in such a vague, hollow, like, world that's filled with... It's like a Twinkie world entirely. Like, it's a lot of fluff and a lot of nothing nutrients. In fact, you eat enough of it, you probably kill yourself. What the fuck? He is literally a living Twinkie that, like, is the Twinkie of, like, brain juice, of brains. Brains can't eat just Twinkies. But he is the Twinkies of it. It's fucking delicious. Probably ad addictive. Probably. I haven't had one in a minute, but I'm sure if I had, like, a couple, I'd probably start eating them constantly. But, like, I don't know. Somehow I've built up my tolerance against this Twinkie. But what I'm really trying to get at here is that he doesn't make sense. It's illogical to say that they're taking him to court when, give it five seconds here. It's a tremendous victory. 377,000. <laughs> But he also just said that, it, it, that he's just got a victory. Texas, as we said. Ohio. Victory in states. Think of this. Ohio, a tremendous state, a big state. I love Ohio. We won by 8.1%, 461,000. Think of it. Almost 500,000 votes. North Carolina, big victory with North Carolina. And so we won there. We lead by... 76,000 votes with almost nothing left. <laughs> North Carolina is only about one stopped. point. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. <laughs> See, and it's just amazing that he can just say that. And he can just say it. It makes literally no sense when you look at the Electoral College, which is what got him in there in the first place. But just because we had mail-out ballots and he's losing, the people have been frauded. Not that the fraud is happening, that it's already happened. I will give him this he is literally selling republicans their watch back like he stole their watch they had no watch and that's why he did a bunch of shit behind their backs because they lost track of time or some fucking shit because he had their watch and now he's selling it back to them and they're like my god my president thank you for returning my watch for 5.99 a month And then the piece of resistance. So our goal now Even though is they to already won the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. And then he says he wants the law to be used in a proper manner. All right, healthy. This is healthy. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We Boom. So he's going to the Supreme Court. All of that projecting into a massive denial wall that he built just to protect his narcissism was to project that the Democrats are as bad as what he actually is. And it only takes him like three minutes to get there. But it's, I don't know if it's people's awareness 
or if they're just still thinking about like whether or not they left the, the the fucking oven on that he can just slide this shit through it's amazing it's amazing because he's literally he's a magician but of like your of, of your livelihood it's he 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 cuts it in half and replaces it with uh too much analogy but my point is is like he is literally the world's greatest con man i i he's better than houdini right he tricked an entire country into lead, letting him lead. Man. If there's like one one point I can give to fascists is that they are passionate and determined. But I mean like, I don't know. When when power is literally all you want and need, then this is the end result is that you'll you throw a whole country into a a, a wildfire. In order to uh to to sit at the uh front of the table with all the cameras around you, it's a meaningless position. I feel like in the most most important ways because everybody that's like in the levels of like the departments, the Department of Labor, sec, uh, wow, uh, urban housing, the the education, the treasury, all of these people have had their positions for maybe longer than most presidents are in office. Because they don't have term limits. We don't even vote those people in. They get hired and fired based on the job done with the uh, administrator who's in that position or the secretary, like the secretary of treasury and blah, 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 blah. But a lot of people in there are actually in government longer than the presidents themselves. They're doing a fuck ton of work and then making recommendations to the top who then eventually just signs off on the order. It's pretty fucking insane, to be perfectly honest with you, because we don't vote those people in either. They get picked by the president and then the Senate's like, yeah, OK, give them the job, which is almost the same thing as a fucking electoral college. Oh. All right, I broke it up into too many pieces and got lost. But my main point being is that... President Trump is projecting the evil of the uh, Democrats in the same way that the Wizard of Oz was uh, projecting like a giant wizard to impress everybody. He's just a man behind a curtain. He's that's it. And everything else is a lie. He's a man behind a curtain. Everything else is a lie. There's too many American flags behind him. On all voting to stop, we don't want them to find any ballots that four o'clock in the morning and add them to the list and what he means by we want all voting to stop is that i want them to stop counting when because like some of these states haven't even decided on you yet trump let's let's go back to this map real quick pretty clutch states too and even if he were to get these states still not going to have enough points i'm still wondering whether or not biden's actually going to get the 270 otherwise it's got to go to a contingent election but if you see over here um he he was doing a lot better in pennsylvania but now it's three points he's three points down south carolina he's only leading by one point and they got 90 they got they got uh uh six percent to go let's see here six percent of what five million let's see here That's three million more votes. 
Is it possible to have those three million more votes actually push Joe Biden back up into first to get it to get him? Is it? Is it? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Could. It could. The map's not looking good. It's looking red as shit. Those counties are red as fuck. God damn. Surrounded. Little blue spots on that bitch. Pennsylvania, red as hell. All right. I like this shit. These these maps might be my favorite. So, moving on. Oh, sh come on, get back. Damn, I think I fucked it up. Uh, president, state initiatives. How do I just get back to the? Uh, how do I get back to that national map? Bruh, my mouse ain't working. All right, there it is. Hey, hi, hello. Still, one point uh, is actually not much. Leading by one point ain't really jack shit, especially if the uh, three million votes still need to be counted. And that's 15, so that would send Joe Biden over the line and give Trump uh, about 230. If Trump gets Pennsylvania, which he's only leading in three points right now. Oh, that was South Carolina. That was red as fuck. God damn, Pennsylvania's red as shit. And Pennsylvania has, let's see, about 6 million votes. What's the percentage? 88%. So they still have 12% to come in. So these, eh, it's pretty close, dude. It's pretty fucking close. Um, so Trump doesn't have that one yet. He, he literally came out way too early to call it because he started losing quick and he fucking panicked. Just like when he found out that he had to deal with a fucking pandemic two years after he, uh, dismantled the pandemic response team created by Joe Biden and Obama. Um, let's see. He's only leading by one point in Georgia. These are tight as fuck, dude. And still, look at all that red in these states. I do not understand the United States. I don't know. Like, seriously, holy Ch Chippendales. Um... Let's see. And then Nevada. Nevada might actually also send the Biden ride in over Joe Biden's lead in one. And yeah, Nevada would give him the, in, enough. Um, let's see, Georgia. And so Georgia's chilling 16, 31. And that would give him 51. He still wouldn't win. Fifty-four? He still wouldn't win. Even if he got fifty-four. Damn, dude, you shouldn't have lost Wisconsin and Michigan. You fucked up. So it looks like fifty-four, that would bring Trump about to 268 so joe biden could still get nevada 270 to 268 and i guess that's close enough for trump to continue to call this a bunch of bullshit so that's cool took me a minute to do that math but trump still called it way too early and i think it's because he literally got the taste smacked out of his mouth which i was really surprised how quickly joe biden was winning because it's fucking biden but i you know it's trump so 
shit's shit's hitting hard for him and he's willing to actually like steve bannon the fuck out of this country and just set it on fire so that he can continue to be like the the just the 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 killjoy of america's vibe okay it's it's a very sad it's a very sad moment to me this is a very sad moment and we will win this and we as far as i'm concerned we already have won it so i just want to thank you and i want to thank all of our support i want to thank i really i really want to know how this goes because like if he if he doesn't continue to be president will he actually face charges for like man he has uh really put himself in a pickle jar it's like it's either just become a pickle and be a pickle die a pickle or like i don't know uh fuck man what is he gonna do why is he doing this that's the bigger question deep down like really why so usa today responding because we have a lot of uncertainty and i'm sure a lot of trumpers are uh a bit aggravated um because the just like this conspiracy man said here. The Biden crime family stealing this election. The Biden crime family stealing this election. So uh, there was enough uh, punch in the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden story for it to really resonate with a lot of Americans to feel that like Biden is a really corrupt individual looking completely beyond any of Trump's nepotism and still, you know, close connections with his sons who run his personal business. So, um, yes, yes. America, America the beautiful, the bold, the brave, a lot of bees, a lot of bees. Um, I had saved something here that I wanted to share because it was quite alarming to me. I don't know how to use Twitter. All right, so we go, we go on Twitter. Um, it seems like an email was sent out from the Trump campaign, and it reads, and this is written to Joe Roberts, who I believe posted the original who said, uh, Joe, I warned the nation, dear Joe, the Democrats will try to steal this election. Just like I predicted from the start, mail-in ballots are leading to chaos like you've never seen, plain and simple. The radical left is going to do whatever it takes to try and rip, rip a Trump-Pence victory away from you. And that's why I'm coming to you now. I need your help to ensure we have the resources to protect the results. We can't allow the left-wing mob to undermine our election. I'm asking my fiercest and most loyal defenders like you to fight back. When I read this, I literally shit my pants because if there's not really any more like action that you can do, like signing a petition or getting in contact with a... Uh, I don't know, a representative or something, or is it just literally um, he just handing out flyers that says, I need my fiercest and most lawyer defenders like you to fight back? Is this an email that he just meant to send to just the Proud Boys? Honestly, it just is sounds like a call for like actual right-wing violence in order to maintain power for a right-wing demagogue, like literally peak fascism here. We have reached the tip top of it, and now we're just wondering whether or not the rest of the country is going to let us fucking fall into it. This is peak. 
this is fucking peak. The fact that he's like, I'm taking to this, I, I'm not taking this L, I'm taking it to the Supreme Court so they can smoke it. And then he sends this out to just random fucking supporters who he knows, he knows, are the number one threat of domestic terrorism within this nation. Not all of them, not all domestic terrorists are Trump supporters, but all domestic terrorists are, wait, all, no, I got it backwards. Not all Trump supporters are domestic terrorists, but all domestic terrorists are Trump supporters. Don't quote me on it. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't met every domestic terrorist or uh, Trump supporters, but I've seen a lot of them really, really support that that Frump. Uh, Nevada's trending. Hold on. Let me check this out real quick. Okay, so we're not getting uh, results from... Nevada until 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Probably Nevada time. So that's cool. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, I didn't even show you that thing I was going to show you, right? No, 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 I did. It was that horrifying uh, little, little newsletter that he sent out to his lovely supporters, asking them to fight back ominously. Um, and then we have, like... Uh, Somebody else got some. Defend the election. These these emails are like 30 minutes apart at like in the middle of the morning. Uh, defend the election. We can't let Democrats steal it. Uh, we can't let this slip through our fingers. Stop them. Fight for your president. These might those ones might be fake. Um, let's see here. Uh, so I guess at the bottom, he's asking for $5 donations. It says, please contribute $5 right now to defend the integrity of our election and to increase your impact by a thousand percent. That's either a scam or, uh, Trump's actually profiting off of people's fears. Like just five bucks randomly. That's fucking weird. That's extremely weird. But what I want to highlight here is because I'm getting lost in some motherfucking weeds. Not just because I smoke it, but just because the thought, the, the mind wanders. Anyways, so Trump projects that the Democrats are going to steal the election by waiting for all the votes to be counted while he's going to take it to the Supreme Court. And he already began by um, asking Wisconsin to recount their votes. Which I don't, I'm not sure I even have an update on. Come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. I am professional computer er. I use computers professionally. Let's see. Motherfucker, dude. Wisconsin. Oh, it's because my fucking books are sitting right on the keypad. All right. Wisconsin recount. Thank you for joining me on Talks News, where the wait is unbearable but totally fucking worth it. Um, Trump campaign files lawsuit in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia. Oh my fucking god, he is drag. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was just Wisconsin. <laughs> 
Oh man, why why did I not think it would be more? Fox News reports five hours ago, Trump campaign files lawsuits in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, and demands Help a recount in Wisconsin election? because fuck the I think whole so. thing. You got the deep. Oh, state. this is live right now media. with with Sean you got Hannity. The you got big tech now. They, they just censor what conservatives want to share in terms of information. God forbid we decide ourselves whether we believe it or not. Uh, that's America's most powerful institutions. Now think about this as we move forward. You know they're all aligned and have been for four years against President Trump, and we, oh the smelly Walmart shoppers that support him, or. The all right, so Trump said Democrats are the problem. They're stealing the, the election. Sean Hannity's fucking headline segment right here is called Corrupt Institutions. He, they are literally digging giant ditches, trench lines for their supporters to be anti-Democrat and anti-institutional in a time right now when we need everybody to trust and work with everybody. We are so effed in the motherfucking a this is not okay wow i'm smiling to cope with it but like this is do and think that they're doing god's will to push joe biden over the finish line they have lied they have tried to destroy president trump for four straight years no lie too big no democrat talk. theory too bizarre anti no lines talk. that they would not cross this is the rawest of raw power plays. And what happens to the country, the damage that they've done over four years, they could care less. Extend early voting, extend vote counting, postmarks, no postmarks, win at any cost, muddy the waters, lie, cheat, steal. It's for the greater good because they know better than we, the people. Now, here's a question every American is going to have to answer for themselves. Do you trust what happened in this election? You believe this elect these election results are accurate? Do you believe this was a free and fair election? I have a lot of questions. Is this really the best we can do in America? Not even close. Do the Democrats, the media, do they really want an honest election? Or will they support removing Donald Trump pretty much by any means necessary as they have for the last four years? <laughs> by any they want means, an honest system or one that they the control and manipulate. <laughs> you ask yourself if you truly believe this election is the best of what we as Americans are capable of. Oh my God. Or is the system one that they can abuse when it suits them and therefore they're not going to change it? Did any Democrat, any Projecting. media organization, did they ever once, they said they cared so much about Russian interference, did they ever once talk about Hillary's, well, New York Times finally labeled it, Russian disinformation dossier that was used to spy on a presidential candidate, then president? Did they ever talk about it? Did they ever talk about the phony document that she paid for that was used to obtain FISA warrants for them to spy yes, on you guys have a talked candidate, about it so transition many times. team and president for over a year? They care about the Biden family corruption, Ukraine, China, Russian, you know, Kazakh oligarchs, billion five deal. And like I said, we've completely ignored like all of Trump's nepotism and the Kushner company and Trump Inc. Like all of it. We've we've ignored all of their private businesses and we've let like we've we've let like Don Jr. Make a dumb book political career just because his dad's the president. Like the, what, what are we talking about here? and in the tank for the Democrats, that Democrats want power, raw power, and they're willing to be this corrupt for this. Projecting. He's projecting. It's so obvious that Trump is willing to, like, literally ignore and fuck democracy up its ass in order to have raw power. It is celebrating tonight. 
because they got off the hook if Joe Biden wins. Ask yourself if you really believe this is the final step too. Is that like we like Americans are literally going to live in two separate realities? Like we've been pulling apart the reality for a while now, but like this might be the final done doer. Is that like Trump never lost the twenty twenty election versus like yeah he totally fucking did. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. This is good. This is good. So we have uh, distrust in the electoral system uh, because it's not going uh, a giant rich baby's way. We have the giant rich baby saying that Democrats are trying to take your livelihood. And then, oh, we have this little gem right here. We've got this gem. Yes, I did uh, Ben Shapiro's recap. But now Ben said something so beautiful in like just just like six minutes. It's It's so... It's just magnifique. It's just, he's so perfect. He's he's just a perfect little man. He's, oh, God damn it. Let's get it. That the media were even close to expecting, right? He improved his share with black men, black women. A little bit of context here. Ben Shapiro is talking about how Trump had uh, widened his numbers, that uh, he's got more women voters than ever. He's got more elderly. He's got more blacks. He's got more Latins. He's got more Jews. He's just he's just ringing that off into a beautiful uh, Independence Day finish of a sentence or not a th sentence, but a train of thought. He improved his share with elderly Americans. Well, I'm sorry, he, he didn't improve his share with elderly Americans, but he held them. He improved <laughs> his share with virtually every demographic subgroup in the United States, with the exception of white men. I'm not joking. That is a thing that happened last night. Okay, and maybe what that says is that Americans want to be campaigned to as individuals. See, here's the thing about Trump. He cuts through this group identity crap. because every What's very fascinating is that, like, the numbers that Ben Shapiro rings off is, I think, in Florida, Trump got moved from 7% in 2016 of black men to 14%. No, I think it was just black community. Um, of the African-American community, there was 7% in 2016 for Trump. And this year, it was 14%. Ooh, Trump's really showing it to those woke scolds who say that he's such a racist. Ooh, and it's just like, okay, so we're going to forget uh, that Candace Owens uh, literally spends her time shifting people from Democrat parties to the Republican parties by making them uh, see her view of the Democratic Party. And you have Kanye West, who is this strange business tycoon worth billions, also drops phenomenal bangers, also supporting the president through wearing a MAGA hat. I'm not trying to say that, like, all black people are influenced by other influential black people. I'm just saying they spent their time letting other people know that they support Trump and they gave their reasons why. I don't think Trump convinced any of them. I think they were convinced by other people, even the regular media. Ben Shapiro is, that, is doing it right now. He's white, but he would definitely say that the Democratic is its own kind of plantation because he's had Candace Owens on his show. I'm sure he, he's taken in a lot of her philosophy. Oh, man, has Jesse Lee Peterson met Ben? Have they met each other? Hmm. But what I think is fascinating also, too, here is that he says that, like, he can cut through the individual by not putting him in 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 their uh, in their places. You know, like ethnicities are these little boxes that we put people into as yet. 
it has nothing to do with their individualism. They're, they are intertwined. You know, not necessarily as much as I would want them to be, but they are intertwined. I feel like my my brown skin and my American mutt jeans are definitely a part of my individual, myself. Um, so to, you know, look past it and say, no, that's a person. It's like, okay, when did we start making that distinction here? Because for a while, like we're always, especially on the right side is we're really obsessed where people come from and their ethnicity and all of that dig dog bullshit. But yet when it comes to like Republicans courting voters, then they look past it and there's the individual who has no ethnicity and has no color and is only known by patriot, which is when you think about it, another box, which is loyalty <laughs> to an idea. So, um, yeah, I just got to found that interesting. Everybody has an individual opinion of Donald Trump. Nobody has a, the, the image of Donald Trump that is written on the wall by the media about Trump. I've been very critical of Trump's use of Twitter. I'm very critical of some of the things that I think Trump has said that are wrong. Like, But it is as... absolutely true that he has a unique connection with American voters because he is so prominent, because everybody knew who Donald Trump was before he ran. It made it very difficult for the media ever to box him in or paint him as exactly what they wanted him to be. And this is reflected in a lot of these exit polling results. I mean, th these... You, people should feel astonished by this. They should feel shocked by this. And they should feel really optimistic about all of this. Because what this means is that the demographic stranglehold that we were told Democrats have on Hispanic voters does not exist. The democratic stranglehold that supposedly had on black voters, that has been wildly overrated. These exit polls are evidence that Republicans can, in fact, make head, that they can make ground with particular demographic groups that supposedly they had forgotten about. I mean, this is this is amazing, amazing stuff. And it came from Donald Trump, right? The guy who they were calling a wild racist for years on end. And there are a lot of folks. So um, just because a minority of the minority community supports you doesn't mean you're not racist. In fact, uh, anybody can be racist. Any skin color can be racist. Um, even if they are of the oppressed group within a nation, they can still be racist. In fact, they can be racist against their own kind. And believe me, I've, I've seen a little bit of it. Not like, you know, like hate rally kind of racism, but like, oh, that's definitely a stereotype kind of racism that you just said. Kind of racism. So, um... Yeah, it's and that kind of will affect how people vote and how people what uh, what uh, presidents they support. You know, the, if if really like my my grandma, who is a daughter of an immigrant, said that the country is full in 2019 in fucking 2019 when there's a caravan of migrants. And she she said not migrants of refugees, asylum seekers. My grandma said uh, country's full. And she speaks like Spanish, man. I'm, I'm a mutt who got way too into the English dictionary and white schools. But my grandma speaks Spanish and she said we're full. Okay? So totally possible, totally possible for uh, minorities to be racist against other uh, perceived minorities or disenfranchised or uh, uh, what, what's that word? Uh, undesirables. So... It's not proof that Trump is not racist. It's just proof that, like, 
we have like a bit of a slippery slope in some areas of uh, uh you know the the public consciousness really folks on the right mary Catherine ham had a good tweet last night she said i always thought republicans could put together a multiracial coalition i just didn't think trump would be the one to do it but in many ways he was the one to do it specifically because he is Donald Trump, and because people have very specific opinions on him as a human being, and he cannot simply be mocked up as generic Republican racist by Democrats. Okay, here is, so Matt Bruning uh, of a People Policy Project, he, he got a hold of some Edison exit polling. Here's what it showed. It showed that Trump's share of support among white men dipped 5%. Among white women, it increased by 2%. Among black men, it increased by 4%. Among black women, it increased by 4%. According to the exit polling from Edison, Trump won 17% of black men. 17% of black men. If you had told me before the election that Trump won 17% of black men and 35% of Latino men, you'd think, okay, this guy wins a clear re-elect victory. He just (laughs) lost a little bit. The Latinx vote, I am surprised by. 35%. Pretty surprised by it. I don't know if it's like the anti, um, you know, socialist, you know, rhetoric that attracts them. Maybe they've migrated from countries that are uh, socialist and they hate that. But I was surprised by 35 percent of Latinx uh, voting against Trump. Like, that's what I'm saying. My grandma is is that voter voter block. I don't think she would have voted for Trump. I don't know. 100 percent sure. But um, she did say our country is full. And it sounds like those people share that same sentiment as long as they get their tax breaks. You know, as long as those tax keep getting cut, I don't give a fuck. America. I I don't know everybody's like actual reason for voting for Trump, but I was surprised by 35 percent Latinx just because like Trump literally calls them like criminals, animals, rapists like literally every dog whistle trump has it's been thrown at brown people um you know he's not very obvious with his like black racism i don't even i'm not sure if i could like really point to like a specific moment for him whereas like joe biden definitely has two that stick out in my mind which is like if you don't know who to vote for then you ain't black and um Poor children are just as smart as white kids, something like that. I don't, I can't think of a gaffe like that from Trump, but we do know that he wanted a couple of innocent teens to be executed immediately for a rape they did not commit. And him and his father also practiced like some serious discrimination at their apartment buildings. So if old evidence is any indicator of present evidence, I would say that he is probably a little kind of fucking racist. Um, he is a eugenicist, though. He definitely believes that, like, genes determine your, um, I don't know, property value or whatever monopoly game he plays in his head. In the white male category, and that's a very, very large category in the United States. So he made headway with Latino men, with Latino women, with black men, with black women, Oops. with other, so that would include Asian Americans. And 36% of the vote with the other group in the United States. And that, that is an amazing, amazing, and that, that bodes agents. so well for the future of the country. Honestly, like that's the thing that makes agents. me most optimistic from last night. Because what that know, says is that the intersectional bullcrap that we have all been... Do we not have like a, a Muslim or Arabic uh, population? Or did he just knowingly like skip them and be like, others obviously just Asians? That's that's it. That's They're just Asians. There's There's nobody else. And, you know, you know, me saying just Muslim and Arabic is very myopic and ignorant of me. There's so many more. There's so much more than that. So that's uh, that's pretty great. 
It's great. I'm racist. Check me out. At least I'm willing to admit it and not just ignore the Palestinian people so that uh, a fucking crazy-ass nation can succeed. Uh, anyways, moving on. Fed. And we ought to think of each other in terms of group identity. It is a lie. It is a lie. And you can fight back against that lie. And Donald Trump deserves full credit for fighting back against that lie, for not caving to the lie that he is a racist, for not caving to the idea that he has to be defined by the media, for not accepting the premise of all of their questions that America is a racist and terrible place, that you can win minority voters while saying that America is a wonderful place that is not a Black Lives Matter hellscape. I mean, that's not like necessarily the thing, though, is that people do know that like, I think what he's saying is that like, you know, um, the group mentality, you know, that new plantation, the Democratic Party is what's been keeping all the minorities in that group um not that like republicans actually ignore systemic issues such as institutional racism or even all the com implicit and uh explicit mostly implicit biases that we kind of float around these days redlining um profiling stop and frisk like we have uh data and numbers to show that we disproportionately target uh, minorities with as much shit as we can throw the, at them, you know, from law to debt, either or, take your pick. Um, but I find that very interesting that it's not that problem. Like, you can, if it was that problem, then America's a bad place, and you shouldn't believe that because I believe it's an exceptional place is what Ben Shapiro tells people. You just have a problem pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is 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 the, is the issue. Not that any kind of like, uh, you know, house of cards has been set up disproportionately or anything like that. So I, I just find it pretty, I found that pretty fascinating there. A little, little tangent that I broke off on that I didn't notice the first time I heard this. But, um... You know, why can't it be both? You know, why can't it be people uh, need to put in the effort while at the same time, why can't the government uh, lend a supportive hand and also corporations not be so fucking greedy? Um, mostly, like, I feel like we would fix a lot of things if we just didn't have so many fucking greedy people. I'm not saying you have to literally give your money away, but like people don't want to pay taxes. Rich people don't want to pay taxes. And that just fucks all the poor people up because we need the infrastructure because we live in it. We are the infra infrastructure. So by them divesting from the infrastructure, kind of, kind of, kind of just fucks it up. Oh, Dragon Bath. I'm sorry you just got here, but shit's shit's been popping. I'm 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 about to hit the precipice of this Ben Shapiro speech right here, bro. That is an amazing, amazing thing, and it bodes really well for the future of the Republican Party. I want to point out specifically in just one second what happened last night in Florida. Because Florida is the future of the Republican Party. My new home state. Wonderful, wonderful state. We'll talk about that in just one second. First, let us talk about getting in shape. So, over the course- Oof, ad break. Is he moving to, to Tennessee? Because I thought, I thought he was moving to Tennessee, but he just gave his love and adoration to, uh, to Florida. That was, I feel like Tennessee's gonna be mad when he gets home. All right. Um, the advertisement done? As well, it should have been. Trump cultivated the Latino vote in Florida and it paid off, reported NBC News last night. Around 55% of Florida's Cuban-American vote went to Trump, according to NBC News exit polls. 30% of Puerto Ricans, 48% of other Latinos backed Trump. 
Trump won the state going away. He drastically improved his support in Miami-Dade County. He went from 334,000 votes in 2016 to at least 529,000 votes in Miami-Dade County. Biden did not grow Democratic support in the county. In other words, Trump went places that people had not gone. He went to Democratic counties and he stumped for votes and he got those votes. And all credit to my security guy in Florida, who happens to be of Latino extraction. He said, you're going to be shocked by the amount of turnout that you see for Donald Trump. And he was absolutely right. It's one of the reasons why I've been saying for a couple of weeks now that I think Trump is going to win Florida. Trump's popularity meant that other House Democrats fell. Representative Debbie McCastle Powell is the first South American member, South American born member of Congress. She was trailing Carlos Jimenez, the Miami-Dade mayor, in her congressional race. And Representative Donna Shalala is out, trailing TV host and commentator Maria Elvira Salazar. Okay, this is largely because Democrats have embraced the mantle of socialism. And it turns out when you embrace the mantle of socialism and you are attempting to gain ground with crowds who have come from socialist countries, you know who doesn't like socialism? Everybody who's ever lived in a socialist country. You know who loves socialism? A bunch of white people who don't live in socialist countries. That's the message of what happened in Florida. Trump outperformed with Latinos in oh, Florida a, by a huge, huge margin. Meanwhile. He's a Trump supporter. He's, he's, he's conservative. He's, he only supports conservative things. Apparently, Donald Trump also outperformed with Jews in Florida. He won about 41% of the Jews in Florida, which makes a lot go. of sense. He's the most pro-Israel president in America. There we go. I'm finally getting to the actual piece, the resistance of this, this segment from Benny Chaperone. Because um, it's amazing is that he breaks down the Latin vote and then goes off into how nobody likes socialism. And that is, has a lot to do with uh, the reason why uh, Latinx didn't vote for Biden and moved Trump uh, because uh, socialism bad. And if you know anything about America, socialism is left. So left is bad. And if you know anything about the left, we live in a simplistic, small-minded political sphere where there's only left and there's only right. And yet we also have these terms far left and far right because you know what? Things do get kind of complicated. But anyways, all the left is the same. All the right is the same. Why do Jews matter in this? Well, I'll tell you, my friend, as soon as we get past the part of him condemning socialism, he's going to read us off these beautiful numbers. History bar none. Okay, that is a, uh, that's an amazing showing, right? And, and that is largely because the Jewish population in Florida is either old enough that they are sort Oof. of traditional. I think I flew right over it. He's 40, 44%, uh, no, 41%, I believe, was the Jewish vote that came out, which means uh, Joe Biden still walked away with like 59% of Jews. But the finer point that Ben Shapiro is trying to build here is the whole uh, idea of Trump being this authoritarian fascist leader can't be real because he's got so many minorities supporting him and also 41 percent jews 41 41 how could 41 percent jews support a fascist they're they're they've they've seen fascism th through their eyes jewishly and still care about the state of israel or they are orthodox a very big orthodox community in south florida which is one of the reasons why i now live in south florida oh so he moved from Tennessee to South Florida. All right. Okay, so Florida is a good indicator for where the Republican Party is moving going forward. And there's a lot of talk last night about building a working class party. It's not just a working class party with multi-ethnic appeal. Here's the thing. By making inroads with Latinos, I mean, there were stats from Texas last night that are absolutely astonishing. 
Okay, the, the most Latino district in the United States, 96% Latino in Texas. It only went for Biden 52 to 47. 52 to 47. Those are heavy inroads into a new demographic that Republicans have been told you could only win if you catered to them on illegal immigration and amnesty. And it turns out that's not true because the vast majority, every single Latino who is voting in the United States right now is legally in the United States because you have to be in order to vote. So it turns out all you have to do is go and talk to people. And Trump does talk to people. He talks to them directly. That is a major victory for Trump, and it's a lesson for any Republican going forward. That is a very, very positive time for the Republican Party going forward. And here's the thing. If Trump was disproportionately bad with white college-educated folks that Mitt Romney won in 2012, imagine if you could capture the share mm-hmm. that Mitt Romney won of white suburban women in 2012 and combine that with the share that Donald Trump is winning of black and Latino voters in 2020. Uh-huh. That is a majority party, and that is a clear majority party. That's an amazing, amazing thing. 10-4, good buddy. So good on Donald Trump and good on the American people for spitting in the eye of the woke. Now, naturally... Spitting in the eye of the woke because Trump has a bit of a diverse uh, uh, support group. But to me personally, still not does, just does not still, still not does. None of it will change my mind on who and what Trump is. Um, just because some people will support uh, a, a president for reasons I don't know, because every individual votes for rent, you know, different people for different reasons. Um, it's, you know, I just, it just like in a way, it just kind of tells me that they're not fully informed about like the actual kind of politician and president that President Trump is. So um I don't want to say they're uneducated. That's not the right word. It's just like I'm. I would have to know where they get their information from, mostly. So uh, this was this a lesson for the media, who really believed that they got to declare the outcome of the election three weeks in advance, four weeks in advance. Right? The media who declared for years that Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. The people hated him so much. He would. There was no way, no way he would even be competitive in this election. Republicans were going to get absolutely hammered, swamped. It was going to be a hurricane that blew them away. Were the media repentant last night? Of course the media weren't repentant last night. Are you kidding? The media weren't repentant, not for one iota of a second. The Daily Show's reaction to Trump winning Florida is they put out a meme of the Death Star blowing up Florida. Here's what that sounded like. Okay, you see the Death Star blowing up the state of Florida. They said, can we do this? Blow up Florida. Now, I just put that out there. When Ted Cruz suggested that there's a difference between New York values and Texas values, He was accused of anti-Semitism by the left. He was accused of being a bigot by the left. The Daily Show just puts out there that we should nuke Florida, basically, because you don't like Florida. And that's supposed to be funny. That's supposed to be good, funny stuff. Yeah, Yeah, keep keep it going, guys. More of this, more of this. Because here's the really deep down and dirty truth about Trump and his level of support. Let's do it. Because people like me, I didn't vote for him in 2016. I voted for him in Florida in 2020. And I'll tell you why. The reason I voted for Donald Trump, maybe above all others, is because what Donald Trump, he said many, Wait, if Ben Shapiro didn't vote for Donald Trump in things that I think are not true. 16, did he vote for Hillary Clinton even after the emails came out? I wonder. Or did he go libertarian? He said one thing yeah. that is the most true thing that he's ever said, which is they don't hate you because they hate Donald Trump. They hate Donald Trump because they hate you. Here. Hey, th- there it is. There it is. After tallying up the minority votes that went under Trump, because he can't be hateful if minorities are supporting him. He isn't hateful. Everyone hates you because you... Wait, no. Everybody hates you 
because you support Donald Trump. It's 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 a uh, it's it's another amazing pulling rabbit out of a fucking hat, just to have uh, regular ass Americans who clock in, clock out, commute uh, up and down roads, uh, you know, ordering DoorDash, picking butts. I don't know what you do for fun, but this drives division. This is more of it. This is more of it in a time where. Uh, Fox News is actively questioning the integrity of our elections. Ben Shapiro's building a wall in the minds of people that says they hate you because you love Trump. They, they hate you. If you voted for Donald Trump, they hate you. If you think that the woke left is bad, they hate you. They're willing to destroy you. They're willing to destroy your life. They're willing to use cancel culture to come after your job. They're willing to ostracize you from every social situation and declare you an unmentionable. I'm a leftist and I don't support anything that he just said. The only thing that I feel are applicable to those situations is if you're a hateful uh, bigot, which uh, a lot of those people tend to support Trump. And uh, Ben Shapiro has a whole ass page dedicated to all the quote unquote stupid things he's ever said. Um, but stupid to him is actually bigoted and racist to the rest of us. And it's only considered stupid because people told him it was bigoted. It was racist. And uh, frankly, not something that somebody with a brain would say. So he has enabled that to empower him with other people whose behavior, let's admit, is deplorable. Oh, I used that word from 2016. Oh, I did it. Because when you're when you're hateful, you're pretty disgusting. He's using the distaste of his hate to convince you into thinking that everybody hates you for it. That we hate you for your hate. And it isn't hate, it's love for Trump. <laughs> The, the the seriously the mental gymnastics I will never fully comprehend because my brain is knotted way too far into uh, empathy and compassion for uh, I guess just the oppressed because anybody who's so privileged to use their position of power in a way to ostracize and keep others down is just well beyond my level of comprehension I just fucking break down every time but it's just amazing that we use the minorities to prove Trump isn't hateful and that socialism is bad to circle it back to that the left who you know is socialist they're so socialist even though Joe Biden the conservative moderate centrist Democrat is not he's gonna tell you they are and he so by telling you there's something you hate and that they hate you in a time when there's mass protests in the streets and nobody feels any confidence in, in the institutions of America right now. Holy Kindle. That's this this is Tinder, bro. This is Tinder to a fire. This is this is just throwing fucking oil, uh, matchboxes, 
Chinese fireworks, bottle rockets. This is throwing everything at the fire that you can so that tomorrow's news will be just as spicy as the next, and if not, even spicier. This is probably the time where the news gets as more, if not more powerful than, I don't know, Marvel. Like, wow. Wow. Like, killing each other for the ratings, except none of us get to see the benefit. We just get to watch it live. That is what they think of you. They think that if you voted for Donald Trump, you deserve to be nuked. That's the way. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Trevor Noah is not of my taste necessarily. I think he's a little bit more shallow than I, I, I like, but it is what it is. I don't care for the joke either, but I don't want to nuke people who voted for Trump. I want to be able to find a way that we aren't thinking that uh, the other is at each other's throat. Um, I don't know when this America came up. So far, it's the only America I know. And it's uh, an America with two knives at each other's throats saying your your way of life is going to kill me. And um, we uh, we need to fix that. That's where I sit. And I don't think nuking Florida is going to fix that because then uh, Montana is going to come and get us or <laughs> Texas or something. I'm just kidding. But like the point is, is that if we if we if we're sitting here saying we're a United States with our our, uh, you know, throats ready to be cut at any moment, there's going to be some some point somebody's going to fuck up and we're going to have to slit each other's throats. When that's not really how this how this nation is supposed to run, but when you have uh, a duopoly system with two parties all you get is two parties and one of them becomes viciously power hungry um you you don't get uh cooperation you don't you don't get any of that you get ultra nationalism and loyal to the loyalty to the party um i hate to use the old cliche but the the the, the republicans are much closer to becoming ingsoc than uh anything i can see right now and that's that's a 1984 reference. Um, I don't, you know, maybe the Democrats would be also capable of that. But the the hard thing that's really difficult for me is that they tend to expand like human rights. You know, even though it's like last minute, but um, when their back is pushed far enough against the wall, the liberal is cowardly enough to just concede. And it doesn't matter if it's to the Republican or the or, or to the to the public and that's why most people are are voting that in is because they want somebody who's willing to concede um ben shapiro doesn't want that he wants somebody who is going to stand firm in, for the ideals of western civilization which is a traditional thought of western expansion manifest destiny white supremacy all this negative shit that just keeps the perpetual cycle of suffering continuously never ending and He's willing to support a president who will smash democracy in order to uh, maintain that. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, that's the face of authoritarianism. And so I don't want him uh, to die or be nuked. I don't want it. I don't want that for anybody. I want them to actually see that the only way for the United States to function is syndicalism. And I am an anarcho-syndicalist, uh, libertarian socialist, but the, the main idea here, and I think is the prevailing ideology that has made human beings the most successful species on the planet, is the ideology of cooperation. Not between little tiny tribes or little tiny groups, but like the greater 
the numbers, the greater the strength. So if we can have everybody cooperate and not have to smash others' uh, human rights by enslaving them and forcing them to cooperate, um, you know, then I think we're a lot closer to something of a utopia. But if we're forcing people, coercing people to cooperate, um, then we just have a facade and fake freedom and um, just uh, author authoritarian passion, power grabbing constantly. It's Game of Thrones and it's never ended. So that's how I feel about it. He, he, I just wanted to say that because he said the left wants you to die. We want, to, we want you to nuke. And as a member of the left, no, I would, I would just want some people who are a little bit more cooperative and uh, don't uh, cry whenever they hear the S word. The way it is. And it's because of that that so many people are saying, you know what, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not having that conversation with you because you're not reasonable. You're not rational. And so the media, is there going to be a reckoning in the media? I highly doubt it. I don't think there's going to be a reckoning in the media, not for one second. They've already decided which direction they're going to move. They're not going to abandon their anti-racist, Imbermax, Kendi Robbins, D'Angelo Grift. They're not going to give that up anytime soon. They're going to keep pushing on that. They're going to keep portraying everyone who disagrees with them as racist because they have only one mode. They're pop star, never stop, never stopping. They're <laughs> never going to stop with this sort of thing. So whether Donald Trump wins or loses, they've painted themselves in a corner because guess what? The reason the Democrats did so badly last night is due to two factors. One, Donald Trump has a unique connection with folks. And two, one of the reasons that Donald Trump has a unique connection with folks is because the left is egregious and horrifying. Because the woke left is egregious and horrifying and terrible in every way. And they demonstrated at full scale with a lot of their reactions to what was going on last night, particularly on a racial level. We'll get to that in just one second. Oof. First. And then we, we rounded out that by um, hitting it that like, because, yeah, for the most part, uh, a lot of like the real seed for a lot of this culture war was uh, right wingers getting, quote unquote, canceled and being told to shut up. And like, yeah, the the distaste of their hate is what made them more hateful. Um, that's like that's why they hate woke scolds and virtue signaling and cancel culture is because they don't like to be told that their words and ideas and thoughts and being or racist. Um, and that's where that seed started. And it's been sitting over on the left because or well, the, the right cultivates it, but it's coming from the left because they're always trying to to expand the human rights. And the right has a very narrow uh, view of what human is. Um, so I'm just I'm so glad that Ben Shapiro was able to just, you know, bring that full circle by being there by saying that they're egregious, horrifying human beings. Um, nothing like uh, dehumanize dehumanization uh, before bed. That's this is great. This is a healthy country. So um, that's where we're at. Uh, we don't have a president. We have one who's refusing to lose. And we have uh, Sean Hannity saying the elections are a bunch of fraud. Don't trust your government, even though his president is in government. And then we have Ben Chaperone. Uh, just taking us across the finish line with socialists, leftists can all get cucked. Um, I love it. I love it here. There's there's no reason for me to complain. There's no reason for me to look at any issues with uh, any thought beyond the fact that America is great. I'm I'm glad to be here. If you, if you, if you're listening, then you know that you you know I'm just so fucking proud of this nation. 68 million voted for Trump, dude. After everything he's done. God damn. 
All right, I'm gonna hit refresh on this one more time just to see what it looked like. Before saying goodnight, yep, we're still sitting at 264 for Biden, 214 for Trump, and it's looking like it's gonna happen in the middle of the night when everybody's asleep, our backs are turned, our eyes are closed, something is gonna happen because we don't want too much light on it, you know? But uh, America goes to sleep with national protests. Emails calling for loyalists and patriots to fight back. Um, I want to thank you for joining me on Talks News and Talks Streaming on Twitch. Um, you can find me on stuff. Um, I'll have it in the description. I'm on the internet quite frequently. Ruptly is doing uh, live coverage of the protests. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Bloomberg is literally just watching people count the votes. So that's cool. A live poll watcher in, uh, in Georgia. Of course, yet again, a very normal democracy. Um, Vosh is on live doing that stuff. Um, Democrats battle for Senate as they control... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So, yep, we're going to bed not knowing who's president, knowing one's not going to lose. Ben Shapiro's still shilling for authoritarianism. And protests have broken out across the nation because everything's a bunch of bullshit. Um, like I said, thank you for joining me. Find me on the internet. Hit me up. Like and subscribe. Or don't. Um, I don't know. I prefer you just at least fight the power. Um, empower the fight by fighting the power. And, uh... I think that's, that's that's basically all I got for you. Um, if oh look, it looks like my head's on top of that politician lady. Oh, it's almost perfect. I gotta scroll. Oh no, it stays right there. Damn, it was almost perfect. Um, yeah, the video archive will be on YouTube, so you can see me trying to put my head on top of a. I don't know who that is. A politician. I don't know. I don't know who she is, but you can see that on YouTube. Poor dumb rebel. Um, trying to get my music here together because I've always had my shit together. Uh oh. I thought my Apple Music done got rid of the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, but it didn't. Um, unfortunately, if you're on Twitch, I gotta get rid of you, because King Gizzard don't play on no Twitch. So love thyself, and have a good night, and click. And for the podcast, people, you get outro music, because I can use it for free, and nobody gives a fuck. Peace! Peace!